0: Get your motor running. Head on the high- green industry podcast this show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level get ready to ride along on our inaugural summer road tour powered by echo and their amazing lineup of products online at echo-usa.com we are traveling the country talking with green industry leaders discovering best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits now here's your host paul jameson
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Novi, Michigan. Today, we are broadcasting from Brian Fullerton Studios with the man who helped build the studio, Mark Thomas. And this is a part of our summer road tour powered by Echo. So thanks for Echo. Thanks to Echo. For giving me the opportunity to get out here and uh, hear business stories. Mark's unique to me because he's been in construction, lawn care, social media, you know, we have many uh, similarities. So I want to kind of hear your journey and what you've learned
2: along the way. So welcome, Mark. Yeah, Thanks, Paul. Appreciate it.
1: Yeah. So you've been in uh, construction, as I was mentioning, you had a family business for quite a while. You were building new homes.
2: Yep. Yeah. Um, I did that for about 15 years. Um, My dad was a licensed builder, and my plan was to take over that business. But then around 2012, the Michigan economy hit really hard with foreclosed homes. So um, every person that we were talking to, trying to get a lead, it just-
0: Yeah, we they weren't building.
2: Yeah, we weren't building. So I had to switch gears. I started doing some lawn care. And I happened to make a video that was um, about a home demolition thing on YouTube. And it yeah. took off. It got like 100,000 views. So- that kind of got my foot. What was the video? You guys uh, took a house down or what? Yeah, it was, um, I called it extreme makeover. So we were demolishing the house and then we built a new one in place of it. So it was like a three minute video of a house completely being demolished. Yeah.
1: And then it had a hundred thousand YouTube views. Yep. And, and how and many
2: subscribers? Because you were just starting then, huh? Or you didn't even have a really. Yeah, I wasn't really trying to grow like some people. I just uh-huh. wanted to throw a couple things up. Yeah. And then I got like a $100 paycheck from Google AdSense. That was back
1: when it was a hard copy check. Right, right, yeah. It wasn't right, the yeah. way
2: they do it now. Right, yep. <laughs> um, YouTube money. Yeah, so it was it was just quite an interesting experience doing that. And I, I just liked, uh, I had some tools and just liked making some videos and that creative part. So mm-hmm. I started doing that and um, started doing some lawn care. And then uh, the home business went away. We mm-hmm. ended up having to shut our doors. Okay. So I was doing lawn care and then worked for another organization. And now I'm still working there and I'm pretty involved in YouTube and my social media part.
1: Yeah. So how many so, hours a week do you work for the other company or organization? That's full time.
2: Okay. Yep. And what, what hours is that? Um, it's five days a week uh-huh. and eight hour days. Okay. So, so 40 hours, 40 hours a week. Yeah.
1: And then how do you have time to create the content? That's, <laughs> that's well, this, the tricky uh, part. The Brian's table, try not to hit this table because it, it uh, shocks right in. I, th- we're, we're, okay. This is not my studio, folks. We're at okay. Brian's studio. So gotta, I got to teach Brian a thing or two about uh, sound setup, <laughs> but we'll get it figured okay. out.
2: Keep going. Okay. Um, so I'm, I'm you know just very conscious of all my time. So when I'm not doing stuff with the family or I'm not working... Mm-hmm. I'm really not watching TV. I'm usually working on my videos. So yeah. um, that it's kind of like the three things that I do right now: family, so, work,
1: and videos. It, yep, yep. And you got a really cool backdrop because I watch your videos, and there's like a. It's not your property. Some of it's your property, and then some of it's the neighbors, mm-hmm. which which looks
2: really cool as as your backdrop. Yep. I'm on five acres. I have a neighbor that has a house for sale, and I think it's going for like over two million. So it's. It looks cool like in the drone shots that I have
1: Yeah, looking at his property. So why did you get involved with um, Instagram and YouTube?
2: And- well, with YouTube, um, when, when the home business started slowing down, I had like all these tools. And I love going into home improvement stores like Home Depot and stuff like that. So I thought it would be interesting to review some of them. And then when people ask me questions on my video, I don't have to research. It. I just know the, the answers to it. Yeah, from so your previous construction yeah, business, yeah. you've just acquired a bunch of tools. Yeah, and I did a lot of research into buying them, mm-hmm. like certain like framing nailers and things that are kind of niche. Uh, yeah, niche um, high price tag type stuff. So I felt like when I'm researching tools, it's usually a deep dive. Yeah, trying to learn them. So now I enjoy like my time. Like when people respond to my videos, that's the. Thing that I like to talk about, I like outdoor power equipment and building tools.
1: Yeah. And then how, when's the first time you kind of got like a brand deal with, uh, you know, YouTube or making, we know the $100 YouTube check, but then what What else kind of set you up
2: to be like, man, this is crazy. I was doing a lot of chainsaw stuff in the beginning and this company, I'm not even sure if they're around anymore, but they said, would you be willing to make a video, but you have to send this like hundred dollar thing back. And I'm like, yeah, sure. And then after, yeah, yeah, right. it's this big, heavy steel thing and um, I forget what it's called, but anyways um, after I made the video, it ended up getting quite a few views and they're like, no, nah, just keep it. Okay. <laughs> You've, you earned it. So that was kind of the first one. And then um, like right now I just get a lot of things all the time, just some like overseas. And um, so it, it just shows up
1: at the house and you're like, what's this? Yeah, right. How do you know if you're supposed to make a video for it or not?
2: Well, I don't get. Actually, I should probably backtrack a little bit. I get a lot of offers like okay. through email. I got you. They said, "Oh yeah, we saw you." So that's where you have to kind of filter out. So yeah. now I'm saying no to a lot more things. Right. Like in the beginning, I didn't. This was just a hobby, but now it's a business. So, yeah. Yep.
1: And you got, uh, you're working with Home Depot because you're always down in Atlanta and he'll tag me (laughs) on Instagram at the airport. It'll be like 55 in January and you'll be like, getting ready to go back to Michigan (laughs) where snow, Paul's enjoying the sun. So Home Depot is in Atlanta, Mm -hmm. um, for those who don't know that. So what do you kind of do with their, um, Home Depot?
2: So I've been reviewing tools for them for the last two years and now I'm just starting my third year with them. So the, it's going to change a little bit. I'm still going to be doing a lot of tool reviews, but I'm going to, um, I guess, Maybe I probably shouldn't really say quite that. No, you don't was, have to yeah. tell it this year, but yeah, can you but, talk about the last two years? Yeah, the last two years, um, every quarter, I, I get a certain amount of tools. And what's awesome is they all have really high ratings, like a four and a half star rating. Oh, wow. So they're they're like, what's new for that year? And sometimes they'll have some tools that haven't even been released yet.
1: Yeah, they send and, them
2: to you. Yep. And you so, get to review them. Yep. So I I like that Or the, there's that word embargo. Uh-huh. That, you know, under embargo, you can't say anything about it. So... When I see that word, I get excited. It's, oh, because you know, it's not a, out. It's not out you yet.
1: Publicly, you can't talk about it until a
2: certain time. Right. But I may I have made you. a video about it already and had it in my hands, Yeah, but it's not in the store yet. Yeah. So that's a one of the exciting things that I and like you, about
1: what, it. What if, what if you've, I don't even know if this has ever happened, what if you're reviewing it and you're like, ooh, it's, this isn't as good as I thought it was. Are you allowed to say that? Or, you, you know, how honest is it,
2: essentially? Well, fortunately, they all have... Like like I mentioned, they're they're like a four and a half star review. So So they're not going to send me. Yeah. I just haven't seen anything sent that way. I have had some things working with other companies where, you know, it had, for instance, I had a snowblower and it broke right away. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Uh, So I called the company and I just said, well, I'm not going to, you know, what do you want me to do? I'm not going to say that this is a good snowblower. It broke. And they said, no, um, we want you to go through our customer service. They're really proud of their their customer service. And right away they sent me another one and the other one, it still works to this day and it works really well. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's just something, if something goes wrong, I I don't try to make videos to bash all the companies, if things are wrong, but if there is something wrong, I definitely will point that out and then give their customer service a chance to make it right.
0: There is more of Paul's interview with Mark Thomas coming up right here on the Green Industry Podcast. Hard to believe, but yes, we are on the home stretch of our echo powered summer road tour. Echo USA.com, a great way to fill some of the gaps in your equipment setup. And of course, we'll put that link in the notes. We will also link Paul's personal and highly recommended bookkeeping service in the show description. Their name, Gulf Coast Bookkeeping make sure to mention the Green Industry Podcast when you contact them. And let me also mention that you can see video footage, great video footage of the road tour and lots of behind the scenes action on our YouTube page as well as our socials. Stay tuned.
1: Hey guys, it's Brittany Amman with the Hardscape Academy. We have created a how to install pavers and how to install retaining walls guide that are both two and a half hours to three hours long, available immediately online after you purchase for $99 at thehardscapeacademy.com. We also have two Free courses on there: How to build slab steps and how to install slab stairs. You should check them out at thehardscapeacademy.com. dot
0: You are listening to the Green Industry Podcast.
1: So the forty hour week job is—is is, is that something you want to continue to do, or do you want to do this full time if the opportunities are there with the tool reviews and all that?
2: Each year, I'm getting a little bit closer to. Being able to go full time and what boat I'm doing close to the yeah. dock, yeah. yeah. So, but so. it seems like this is your passion. You love tools and yeah, and mm-hmm. uh,
1: you know it so well. So, yep. you're getting closer, huh?
2: Yep, yeah. This, yeah. Each year there's some growth there. So, I'm, I would like to do that and maybe have like another side business. Maybe go back into lawn care again, cut that grass, so, and make yeah. that cash. Mm-hmm.
1: So you got out of construction completely in 2012, and then when did you kind of
2: exit out? How long did you actually do the lawn maintenance company? I did that for about probably six years. I was, that kind of overlapped into Mm -hmm. my other job. Okay. And then when some YouTube things started taking off, then um, I, in the job I have now, I am doing some hands-on building maintenance work Uh and overseeing the landscape. Yeah. So it's like five acres of landscape and, okay. uh, and lawn. So I'm on a mower quite a bit every week. Still. Okay.
1: You get scratch that edge a little yep. bit. Let's revisit that five, six years running the company. Were you doing residential yards, commercial yards? What was your bit lawn? It was care all business? residential. Okay. Yep. So, so Michigan residential. How? Mm-hmm. What size were these $35 cuts, $42 cuts? How, how big was the, the, the property? What were you charging this, and everything?
2: I'll, I'll go by like the time. Okay. Um, this, The fastest one was probably about 15 minutes. Okay. And then like the biggest one was like two hours and 15 minutes. Whoa. That was a residential? Yes. Whose yard you cut? (laughs) Um, He, yeah. Somebody that was fairly wealthy. I would say for two and a half hours, (laughs) unless you're out there with a 21 inch mower. I have a Skag turf tiger with a 61 inch deck. And it took you two and a half hours. Yeah this yeah. guy's well, rich <laughs> yeah it's yeah it's a big place a pond a lot of trimming yeah. around it so it's and that it was like fertilized and irrigated so like it was like every Mush five green. days every yeah. five days sometimes i go out there every four days it was growing that thick wow and how'd
1: you was, get connected up with this
2: this i was individual? mowing the neighbor's lawn and i waved to him and he didn't wave back he just kind of looked at me and then he drove up in his car like five minutes later and i thought maybe I was in trouble for what
1: kind of car do you have? Uh,
2: an Escalade. Okay. So I was just kind of curious. I thought maybe I did something wrong. And he's like, no, my lawn person, um, they're retiring and he wanted me to give him a quote and look at it with them. So okay. Uh, super nice guy. I, uh, he, there's, there's some people that I had met doing this and they just like, he was somebody that would come outside like every time or every couple of times just to say hi or, yeah, you know, bring like some water, ice or something cool water. I love on those really like hot that. days. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I love, yeah. I have several of those and, uh, you know, Randy will come out, you know, ice cool Gatorade for me knows what kind of, you know, what kind of our favorite flavors and all that one customer Mark, they got us a, they bought a refrigerator in the garage or the refrigerator is already there, but they loaded all up with us with, you know, Oh, really ice cream sandwiches gatorade water all the all the things to kind of keep us refreshed so
2: oh that's awesome i love
1: this customer so what were you using you said you had a skag 61 mm-hmm. and then power equipment blowers well, trailer getting,
2: truck tell us the setup what did you kind of have i uh, had a if you've ever seen brian's his old red ford that uh-huh. i think he had a f-250 he had an f-150 looked very uh-huh. similar to that it was okay uh, like an older one like a I think it was a '99 Ford F150. Okay, still in decent shape. Not a lot of miles on it.
1: Okay,
2: uh, 16 foot aluminum landscape trailer, okay. and uh, I started getting involved with Echo, so I had a few of their products. Okay. So. Um,
1: and then, at what point did you? Why Why did you stop doing that to do the 40 hour week job?
2: Well, some of the YouTube stuff started to come in. I started oh. getting some other brand deals, and just trying to balance making a video mowing lawns and, and actually it was the time when home depot gave me the first year contract uh-huh. then i just knew that there's no way that i could manage all that stuff yeah so my kids still have to get to sports practice my wife works full time so it's just kind of a trick to make it all happen so, yeah
1: so you, just, you you cut out the lawn maintenance at that point mm-hmm. and focused on the youtube opportunities and just the steady eddy 40 hour week job Yep. you continue to have that, but there could come a day, if home, you know, once some of these brands keep saying, "Hey, Mark, here you go," then uh, you you could kind of be doing your passion with this full time.
2: Hmm. Yep. Yeah. The one thing, working with brands, sometimes it's just a one year contract, so it's difficult to really plan your future if you don't know like that next year if you're going to have that deal again or not. So yeah, uh, that's been a tricky part. One of the other things in the podcast we had before, we were talking about some tips I had or Mm -hmm. some things I learned along the way. And I was mentioning being debt-free. So that's one thing. I have a little more debt that I want to pay off. So I think before I ever like jump ship to go full-time, it would be nice just to have like everything but the house paid off.
1: Yeah. That's a so, really good goal. Yeah, what yeah. about your wife? Does she work outside the home or is she at home? And how many yeah. kids you have? You said sports
2: practice. I'm assuming you have some kids. Yep. Yeah. So I have three kids. Um, all boys. Right? They're all boys. Yeah. Yep. So they range from 12 to 22. And what sports do they play? Uh, they have have played several different ones, baseball, basketball, a lot of soccer. It's, okay. It seemed like it was soccer all the time growing up. Yeah. And then now they kind of got bit by the bug of playing tennis. Oh, really? Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that's kind of something new to us. So we've been, as like a family, sometimes our evening outings would be at a local tennis court. Getting okay. around, my wife and all of us. So. so
1: back to her, she stays at home with the, the boys? or Well, she she's working
2: from home now with the COVID stuff, oh, okay. but she does have a full-time job.
1: Okay. So what does she, she think about all this uh, Instagram, YouTube stuff?
2: fortunately she is really supportive of it sometimes it's crazy like my kids will say oh i bet dad's gonna bring his camera again <laughs> it's a, uh, i'm just really excited that she is supportive it's it, sometimes it just seems a little bit crazy like some of the the things that this could be way to make a living, but she's been very supportive. And the thing that really helped get me on board actually with Home Depot was going to Atlanta, uh-huh. the very first workbench con, okay. which was in February. Uh, that was a, a few time, years ago. Yeah. A couple years. Yep. Uh, that was the very first one that they had there. And I just happened to hear about it on somebody else's podcast and they were talking about workbench con and I'm like, Oh, that sounds really cool. If it's somewhere nearby I could drive to, I would like to go to it. And then I mm-hmm. found out it was in Atlanta And I was very excited about it, but at that time, traveling didn't really seem like it was too feasible. And um, she said, I asked her, or I mentioned to her, I'd like, that'd be really cool to go there. Like Home Depot is like a key sponsor. Mm -hmm. And she said, I think, I think we can make it happen. Mm -hmm. So when I think that was like the, the moment. Breakthrough Uh, tipping point. Yep. Yep. Then you went
1: there. How did you actually get it to land a deal with Home Depot?
2: It was really kind of strange. I was—they have all these breakout classes to uh-huh. go to, some workshops. So I scheduled to go to one, and I had my laptop bag with me—a backpack—and I sat down to go to this class. Um, and when I zipped it open, I realized I left my laptop. It's a little thin MacBook Air. Uh-huh. I left it in the hotel room. And uh, April Wilkerson was the person that's teaching the class. She's very big and in the. Um, maker community yeah. Yeah, maker space. She has like over a million followers and she was walking by me. And I mentioned that she said, Oh, just come back tomorrow. There's another class next door you can go to. And that was one that home Depot was at. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like a fortunate thing that I didn't bring my laptop. Cause then I went to a place where the key home Depot people were at, where I could give my elevator speech, my pitch to. Okay. And then so they said, then let's do it. They Took my information, business card, thanked me, and then a month later, I got an email inviting me to the program. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So you, this will be year three. Yep. Yep. I just, right now, um, I would be in the year three already, but with all the COVID things happening, they postponed everything. For, oh, I got you. Um, yeah, probably like starting up in April is when it officially starts. Now it's going to be August.
1: Okay. You Sorry. got any uh, tips for us? Uh, I know a lot of guys make videos for their um, lawn. Even if it's not, you don't want the cloud or the fame or whatever, the brand deal is just for your local market to, to create a good Facebook video or Instagram video or YouTube video, just so when a customer goes and types in, you know, lawn care in Duluth or lawn care in Novi, that you, you pop up and people watch the video and they're like, oh, these people are professional and they do good work, you know. Well, no matter what you make a video for, your, your motives, because there's so many different intentions of why you would make a video, what are some tips? Um, you know, lights, camera, action,
2: angles, you know, help us out. Well, actually my most popular video to this date, um, I haven't had one hit a million yet, but the uh, this was a long time ago. I was comparing to Echo or no, I'm sorry. I was comparing two steel backpack blowers and a Red Max. Okay. And that was on my old camera. The audio was horrible, but the the whatever I put into it, the the ideas that seemed to really resonate with a lot of people. So just that one took off, and it's still like
1: how many views does that one have?
2: It's a little over 700,000 right now. Okay. So, wow. So, um, but as I'm growing, I'm slowly growing. I I think number one, you just really have to enjoy what you're doing. Mm-hmm and just be comfortable with your own voice i've seen other people that have grown channels bigger and they their voice might have more excitement to it or more volume or just something different but i i think once you find your own voice and you're comfortable in it to just go with that and enjoy what you're doing if your channel's not growing as fast as somebody else's just enjoying it Mm -hmm. and just keep your head down grinding away and you know some videos don't do well some take off mm-hmm. so you just consistent. never know I think yeah just trying to be consistent yep and then so along the way I've upgraded I watch a lot of videos too just you know trying to learn to learn yeah, who, about. Do you, who
1: do you uh, meant, who, who do you learn from in the space
2: when it comes to like making videos or trying to like learn about transitions or maybe like storytelling mm-hmm. uh, Casey Neistat was somebody that okay. I really enjoyed his videos back when he was daily vlogging uh-huh he just could make a story interesting mm-hmm. and just the way, like the angles that he would take things from mm-hmm. his perspective was totally different. So that's something that I try to do is have my own perspective. That might be something different that uh-huh. they might see on my channel that somebody else might not have. Okay. Um, so that's part of it. Peter McKinnon, uh, he's like very into the tech side of photography mm-hmm. and video. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I watch Peter McKinnon. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Alex Steele is somebody else that, um, he is a steel forger. He okay. makes videos, he's in Montana and I think he has like over a million subscribers. He does some really interesting things. He was on the show Forged in Steel. So that's, okay. that's one I'd recommend. If you're just looking at mixing music with a story, yeah. B-roll. What do you
1: use to um, edit your um, videos?
2: I'm in the middle. I'm still pretty old school on that. I still have my MacBook and just using iMovie. Okay. So I'm at that point right now where I need to switch to something else. So I'm looking at going with Premiere Pro, yeah, Adobe. That,
1: there you go. That's what I use. So well, will tell people how they can find you on YouTube and Instagram or wherever Mark, else you want.
2: Yeah. Mark Thomas Builder is the place on YouTube and Instagram. Those are the two main places where I'm at. So
1: so go over there, smash the subscribe button, turn on the bells for notification. Is that what your YouTube yeah, said? Yeah, I appreciate it. Yep, yep. <laughs> How is yep, that? Yep. All right, well, thank you for your time. Mark drove 45 minutes to join us. And uh, thanks to Brian for delicious uh, Famous Dave's. First time I've ever had Famous Dave's. Pretty good.
2: Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, I. we had uh, Famous Dave's around us, and I've never been to one because my family is not really big into the barbecue stuff. So. Okay. I was just mentioning we were in this direction last week, how I want to go to Famous Dave's and it was just awesome seeing it here today. So it's my first time trying the award winning ribs. Yeah, it's great.
1: Very well. Thanks again to Echo for sponsoring our summer road tour. I'm from Atlanta. So getting to drive around uh, Maryland, North Carolina, Virginia, Ohio, now up here in Michigan, headed back to Ohio for my second time tomorrow and then to Tennessee and then doing some work in Georgia. So it's, A big shout outs to Echo for making this happen.
2: Yeah, they're awesome. I
1: appreciate that. Yeah. All right. Well, we're signing off and uh, thanks again for watching. Go follow Mark Thomas Builder on the YouTube and uh, we will be back soon.
0: Hey guys, Mr. Producer here. Just want to take a moment and thank each and every one of you for listening to the show. It means a lot to us. I do also want to remind you that Paul's rate increase letter is available. And I think on a previous show, I had said for 25 bucks, Paul had to correct me and say, no, it is on sale at the Green Industry Podcast website for all the podcast listeners for 20. You got a 20 on you, you've got the opportunity to use a letter that's got a 90% success rate to raise the rates. It pays for itself with a cut or two and you've got the opportunity just to fill in the the blanks with your particulars but it's got the right wording that will impress people just to communicate that you're a professional business that there's legitimate reasons for the rate increase and then you've got that opportunity just to keep cutting grass and making a little bit more of that cash please keep those five-star reviews coming i'll be reading some of your comments in a future episode You've been listening to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jameson. Thanks again to Echo for powering our first annual summer road tour. Check out Echo's product line at echo-usa.com. And don't forget to smash that subscribe button to stay up to date with the newest episodes as the tour rolls on.